Welcome to the Listen for Life podcast with Genevieve Richardson. Genevieve is a speech-language pathologist rehabilitating adults with communication challenges after a stroke or due to a neurological impairment. Get equipped with knowledge from experts in the field and professionals you need to know. We'll hear stories and experiences from others who are navigating life with aphasia. So, put your earphones in and take a walk outside. This isn't just a podcast. This is a community, a resource, and a support system. We're in this together. Do life. Good morning, Genevieve here from Life Speech Pathology. How are you all today? So today I wanted to talk about your Godzilla brain. This came up this week at the practice um, and I had a husband and wife that were struggling with communication. The long and the short was when she gave him information and he has uh, recovered from a, he is recovering from a brain injury. When she gives him information, he hears only part of the context because um, if he's only hearing a couple, let's say there's three pieces and he hears one and a half of them and she's expecting some kind of product from this conversation, something to get done, something to um, be communicated, whatever the case may be, but he's only getting half the message what would often happen is he shuts down. He realizes when the message isn't fully being received, but he doesn't address it. He doesn't acknowledge it. Instead, he shuts down and he gets emotional. And when he shuts down, he loses his words and he can't communicate. So that reminded me of when my daughters were young and uh, I used to go to this co-op preschool and it was a wonderful program and I learned so much. So here's how they explained how the brain works. So we get a little bit of gestures today. So this is your brain. This is your reptile brain. Like think of this as your, your brain stem down your spinal cord. This is the inside part of your brain. That's your reptile brain where it controls your breathing, your fight or flight, your digestion, you know, all of your basic body processes that keeps you alive. Then you have the upper part of your brain. So think of this as your human brain, your thing. I know I shouldn't be blocking my face. Uh, your thinking, your thinking brain sits on top of your reptile brain. We're going to call him Godzilla. Uh, so when you have aphasia, you are using the human part of your brain, your thinking, your problem solving, your listening, whatever the case may be. But then what happens as soon as you allow emotion or stress to interfere in that communication situation, think of your human brain coming off and now you've, you've gone full Godzilla. Well, then what happens? You are you can now be in fight or flight. And this doesn't mean you're going to get up out of your chair and run away. But what it does mean is your emotions have now taken over your thinking part of your brain. And when you have aphasia, it's much harder to get that human thinking part 
back over, I think of it as over the Godzilla brain. So our goal in working on communication with our spouses, significant others, family members, friends who have aphasia is not to trigger Godzilla. How does that sound? I kind of I kind of like this analogy. It's working for me. You'll have to let me know in the comments if uh, Godzilla resonates with you or not. So let's say Godzilla does appear. How do you do? How do you deal with that? Well, one thing you can do is breathe. Number one, I think you have to recognize. So let's say I'm the spouse talking to my significant other who has aphasia and I realize we've had an emotional response and the human brain has gone away. First thing I need to notice in that moment uh, that we've gone to the Godzilla brain. Then we need our person with aphasia to understand when they have gone to that Godzilla brain. Maybe they're breathing hard. Maybe you ask inquiring questions to help them understand what they're feeling in their body. Honey, are you breathing hard? How do you feel? What's going on? What are you thinking? See if you can get some words back from them. See if you can help them to start processing. If they can't give you the words, give some more support and ask questions like, do you feel like you're anxious? Do you feel like you're sweating? Do you feel like you just want to get away or avoid or hide? See if any of these kinds of words resonate. So once you can acknowledge you, the person sending the message and the receiver being the person with aphasia, see if you can get that acknowledgement. From there, work on breathing. You have to work on breathing. And maybe it's just taking a couple of breaths together. It sounds corny. I, I get it. It sounds corny. What I'm asking you to do feels uncomfortable. But I'll tell you, when I'm working with my clients online and I see their stress creeping up, I can see it. It's, it's, it's almost like a water level rising. You, I can see when they start getting stressed. I can see when that human brain is decreasing and that Godzilla brain is increasing. And we just acknowledge and maybe do it again. Maybe do it a few more times. Whatever you need to do. And then once you can get that human brain back, over Godzilla, get Godzilla under control, then you can open the conversation to what happened there. Maybe, maybe you can go there. Maybe you have to wait for that. Or maybe if you're the message giver, give the message in a different way. Simplify, use pauses, verify that the message was received. Honey, what did you hear? Not as a quiz, not like you're a school mom, you know, not like you're the principal trying to get an answer out of a guilty student. It's about approaching in a loving and comfortable way. So to wrap up this discussion about the Godzilla brain and my clients this week, we ended up spending the session breaking down a couple different communication situations they had so that we could understand what the wife was doing, how the husband was reacting. We were getting his feelings, his 
um, his feedback to us. He's pretty fluent, so he's able to, you know, give us feedback. And we were able to have a really great discussion and come up with a plan of action to try and work on this. There is no one-stop fix. It's so easy as us as speech pathologists to say, well, just do this. Well, I know it just doesn't work that way. My husband and I have also been working on our communication. You know, sometimes we're just too busy and we don't stop to connect enough before we give and receive a message and something gets miscommunicated. We don't have aphasia in our family but it happens. This is part of life. This is part of marriage. This is part of a relationship with any other person. Communication is difficult to work on because we take it for granted. We just do it how we've always done it. We don't give it the thought about, well, what's my approach? What do I want to say? We just, we have a thought, we get it out there and we wait for the reaction or we have the thought, we get it out there, and we walk away thinking the message was received, but then we come to find out it wasn't. And then that causes a whole snowball effect. So today I just wanted to talk a little bit about the Godzilla brain, the human brain, how communication is complex, how uh, when we have communication situations, they have to be broken down. And sometimes you need another person to help you break these situations down so you can problem solve and find uh, a new path forward or maybe some other path forward, some other strategies to use. So how are you guys doing out in the aphasia community? Are you finding you have a high frequency of communication breakdowns. What's your biggest frustration area? We've talked the last couple of weeks as I've been doing these Instagram lives that communication breakdowns happen. And what is your biggest frustration? Well, I have good news and I'm actively working on it. I am working at building a community where those of you that are interested, we can come together we can work together. So this is separate from the private practice. This is separate from doing one-on-one -on -one therapy. This is about communicating and connecting with your loved one. I will be building a community where we have time together. I don't know what the frequency is going to be about, but in this community, you're going to get the content first about aphasia. In this community, you're going to have the opportunity to give your specific communication situations that, you know, as a group effort, we can problem solve and think it through because it's highly likely if you're having a challenge with your communication, somebody else is having it too. And then this way we can continue to give each other support and keep moving forward. That's all for today. If you would like to find out more about what Life Speech Pathology offers, go to dolifespeechpathology.com. When you're there, you can read about the practice. You can read about how I approach treatment, how we look at the whole person and whole family, because you are not your aphasia. You are a person first, and you have likes and dislikes and things that are important to you and things that are not important to you. 
When I do one-on-one -on -one individual therapy with a client, we take each of these aspects into consideration. I'm working on uh, further defining a roadmap that I use for treatment, and it includes things like identity, things that are a priority to you, who are the people that are most important in your life, and then we incorporate all of that into treatment. So we are not just working on word finding or reading sentences or whatever the case may be. We're not just looking at the impairment of your aphasia. We are looking at you as a whole person. So if you'd like to learn more, please check out the website, dolivespeechpathology.com, and I will see you again next week. Keep that Godzilla brain in check, everybody. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Listen for Life podcast. We hope you feel empowered and supported. Head over to listenforlifepodcast.com to see the show notes with links and information from today's episode. Do you have a topic, a resource to share, or a guest recommendation? Inquiring minds want to know. Let us know in the comments section. Wishing you a fabulous week.